0: everyone this is katherine adams and elizabeth wallace and you're listening to binary system podcast number 192 and tonight we're recapping welcome to nightville number 154 the heist part two My God, we're actually completely caught up. I can't believe that. Oh, and we had some amazing news in the beginning of the episode. Yes, I saw that this morning and managed to retweet it about five minutes after they posted it, because it's pretty exciting news. Yeah, the news is the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home... The book! <laughs> that's, so this will be the third Night Vale novel, and we, boy, the last one, was that, that was well over a year ago we got the last one, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, It Devours. That's right. Man. Okay, so this will be exciting, and she, of course, the faceless old woman herself, gave the announcement for it. Um, yeah, it's March of next year that it's coming out. Cool. All right. So... We start out the episode with Cecil announcing that the secret police have announced that there are no new leads about the robbery that happened at the last Bank of Night vale, but they do have some more details about what happened during the robbery. First of all, the robbers broke into the bank, but didn't actually ask for money at first. They kind of had to be reminded that if this is a robbery, they should probably be asking for money. And they were just really pretty calm and laid back about the whole thing. Yeah. Like the teller asked if they wanted the money in her teller and they said, yeah, sure. So she was trying to count it out. But, you know, if you get it wrong, then you have to recount it. And I guess she's obviously nervous. So she kept having to recount it. Robbers were totally chill. Yeah, And one of the patrons who was in the bank at the time handed them the wallet. And they're like, why are you giving us this? And he's like, because it's a robbery. Don't you want the wallet? They're like, oh, yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah. And you know what? The entire time they're describing all this, there is no mention of what was going on with Steve until the very end. And then we find out that he accidentally locked himself in his own office. Yeah. And that was why he was limping when he came out, because he had to kick the door down yeah something is still definitely not right. Um, so back at Abby's place, I guess, so were they talking about opening the lab back up or opening the bank back up? I thought Steve was inviting all of his coworkers over to like you know plan about opening the bank back up because, of course, you know it caught on fire right. Um, and but i think it was that steve was like inviting his coworkers over for his special medium rare rosemary chicken recipe which, eh. and i think carlos was talking with somebody uh, like trying to tell him about his whole doorless refrigerator project. And the guy was really fascinated because he, you know, excused himself after 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. And he said that he didn't look very well, which I was wondering, mm. is that a sign of something else going on? Or did he eat some medium rare chicken, which let me <laughs> tell you guys, don't do that. No. Yeah. No, I actually thought because then he also mentioned Carlos with his experiments and things that he's doing. He had very carefully ordered all the chemicals he was going to need, but he ran out and he said, haha, that's why I chose to study science and not math. But I'm like, hmm, so some chemicals are missing. There was a fire and Jesse looks kind of sick. So I thought all of those things seem to be kind of linked together I'm sure. Yeah. We got a message from the sponsor next and this week's sponsor was Budweiser's and it was asking about did you ever wonder about that house in your neighborhood that nobody's there and it's all boarded up and then you dared some friends to go spend the night and they came out and they were perfectly fine except maybe they're not and suddenly they know how to speak Romanian and all of this weird <laughs> stuff and it's like and you never did know what had happened. Budweiser knows. One day, you'll know. But today is not the day. Budweisers, be glad today is not the day. (laughs) It's just awesome. Especially since we're slowly sliding into autumn type weather. Is it it feeling at all autumn-like where you are right now? God, no. It is still hot. I got bitten by mosquitoes like eight times today working outside. It's just still blisteringly hot. I want fall to get here, darn it. I'm not going to have anything pumpkin spice until it's cold. Or at least chilly yeah i don't know It's, it's san diego so the seasons are a little more subtle i swear there's been a couple times when i felt like autumn was trying to get here i mean it is 80 degrees today i get that but there was something in the air so anyway um We also found out that the sheriff's secret police, they made an announcement and they started a press conference saying, hey, we found out what happened during the robbery. We have a suspect. And then they realized maybe we should possibly make an arrest before we have a press announcement about it. And also, we called all the police here for the press announcement. Maybe we should have somebody guarding the cages where the robbers are being kept. Ha ha ha. We'll go do that. Yeah. And while they're doing that, Steve Carlsberg comes up and he has an announcement to make about the robbery and it's just him being you know and they actually had Steve Carlsberg talking and he was just being really complimentary to everybody who was involved who helped like the the teller and the security guard and the customer and everybody being so brave and we're all going to get through this together And then as he's talking, Cecil starts talking about the fact that the secret police came in, and they want to have the mic back, but the whole time he's saying that, you hear Steve in the background, hey, wait, no, I wasn't finished. (laughs) The whole time for the next rest of this, anything that's going on, you've got Steve in the background reacting to everything that's happening. (laughs) The sheriff's secret police finally cut him off, and they said, yes, we have a suspect, and we are now arresting him. We are arresting Steve Carlsberg. You hear Steve in the background, what? Wait, hang on. And they feel that it is absolutely an open and shut case. Steve is the only person who has the combination to that safe. And also the things he's been spending money on lately prove that he stole all the money out of the vault. Yeah, except for the fact that they're saying that he bought a house using the proceeds from the robbery. And everyone's pointing out... He bought that house weeks ago. How did he do that? And they pull out this cardboard cutout of an advertisement for signing up for a mortgage. And they say a mortgage allows people to buy something and pay for it later. And just like, wait a minute, but I have a mortgage. It's totally normal. And then the police start talking about And he also bought this fancy new car for his stepdaughter that had all these special little gadgets in it. He was just flaunting his money. And everyone's like... She's in a wheelchair. This is stuff that she needed in order to drive. Yeah, if it wasn't bad enough that they're threatening Steve Carlsberg, you know, when Cecil made that comment about a mortgage is perfectly fine. I have a mortgage. They're like, well, maybe we'll arrest you next. And I'm like, oh, Sam, what are you doing? Why are you threatening Cecil's family and then threatening Cecil? This never works out well. Yeah, and it gets worse, though, because Cecil called his sister Abby. And, of course, she's really upset about all that. And she said... You know, she's upset that her husband got arrested and the police came around and they talked to everybody and Cecil said, Okay, well I will talk to Carlos when he gets home later and she said, No, you're not they're not finished questioning Carlos. They took him to the police office to finish questioning. You're like, yeah. Oh crap. The secret police is now even more out of control than they usually are. Yeah, plus, you know, bad enough that they threatened Steve, that they threatened him, but now they've taken Carlos away. Oh, it's on. Mm -hmm. This is not going to end out well for Sam. But yeah, uh, in between all that, we did have the weather, but um, I don't know. I thought it it was nice. It's just not really my style of music, kind of a loungy, bluesy, jazzy, electronic kind of thing. Yeah, I think that sums it up perfectly. What was the uh, artist in the title? It was Only One Star by Anne. That's all they say, just Anne. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine. You know, nothing. <laughs> that's Unfortunately, that's our damning with faint praise. It was fine. It was fine. It was okay. Yeah, yeah it was fine. Um, yeah, so we ended the episode in a hurry after that news about Carlos. You know that Cecil is running out to go and do something drastic at this point. So I love the fact that they're not afraid to do, like, more than a two-parter. Well, they will just Mm -hmm. continue this story on, so tune back in two weeks from now to find out what the hell happened, hopefully, unless they make this a four-parter. I liked the fact that the proverb at the end of the episode (laughs) this time was, that gum you like is out of style again, and I'm like, aww, Twin Peaks (laughs) reference, that's awesome. And you still haven't finished watching Twin Peaks The Return, have you? No, I remember mentioning that to you at one point. I'm like, I still haven't finished watching it. You're like, it won't do you a damn bit of good when you do. And I'm like, this. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll be exactly as confused after. In fact, you'll probably be even more confused, which. In a way, is kind of an incentive to watch it because, boy, does it ever get confusing. Yeah, the one I ended on was that one kind of artsy black and white one with the nuclear explosion. I'm like, boy, I got finished with that. Everybody was talking about that after that one came what out. What the boy. hell? I mean, Twin Peaks is pretty crazy and doesn't make a lot of sense, but no, seriously, this episode made no sense whatsoever. I'll watch it eventually, but... Okay. All right. Speaking of things that I actually did finish up, I got caught up with The Good Place. How much of that have you watched? just the first episode oh you know what it's so it's really dark and it talks about death a lot of times like a really black humor a lot of the times and yet it is probably one of the most good-hearted shows i've seen in a long time it really Hmm. really is tonight we finally watched the third episode of the latest series of stranger things so Ah, yeah we're we're way behind on our tv i it's it's definitely interesting i like how they're doing the the spy thing this time a completely different kind of peril and also the peril of the fact that you can't be a kid forever and the stuff that you want to keep doing with all your friends is not going to be the same thing that everybody wants to do for the rest of their lives yeah i think about a third episode too I don't know why I was watching it and then I just kind of put it aside and haven't picked it back up yet I also kind of did the same thing with Carnival Row I think I'm three episodes in it's very pretty um, it's it's very pretty I will definitely say that I, you know it's I, not bad yeah. I definitely agree with our friend Beth that they need to bring the lights up just a little bit because sometimes yeah. it's dark and I don't really think it needs to be that dark like if they're trying right. to make the effects look a little bit more convincing sure not always. Not in the middle of a con- every single conversation. So I like the animations with the wings. I Mm -hmm. like how they look and how they flutter and everything. They are definitely better with takeoffs than landings. And I think it's just the mechanics of it when somebody's landing. I think for the most part, people don't know what to do with their hands and their feet. You know, they kind of come slowly down to the ground. It looks a little awkward, but I I love it when they take off. They're like, they just go, you know? (laughs) And that's because you've got like a crane lifting them up and everything way easier. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. But so I had two more things. One, we've got another issue of Transformers coming out this week and I got to read the review copy Sarah Pichi sure has the art oh neat yeah and it's good to. and it's Nautica so it's very <laughs> Ray. okay so it's a completely different continuity but I still I love Nautica I love the fact that my pie in the sky cosplay idea of playing Nautica still valid damn it because the character is yep. still around Still around, and she looks exactly the same as she did before, and I think there's a little bit of her attitude that's the same before, too. You know, it's a pretty serious episode, but there was there was some stuff going on. Like, it's probably, I would say it's probably my favorite issue so far of the new continuity, and it's only number 12, so that's pretty cool. That is awesome. I am so far behind on my Transformers comics. I went to the comic book store for the first time in ages, and I think I've got five issues of the main series and then that transformer zero that they did a little while ago got to take a look at that too and also two more issues of that terry moore series five years which is like all of his series mashed together and all of the characters having to deal with the fact that it's projected that the world's going to end in like five years because you've got scientists all around the world who are working on this incredibly dangerous bomb material specifically so that they can get the leverage over everybody else if they create it first. Um, And I'm still not sure what I think about this series It is just so much, so many characters all with their own backstories. I cannot think that this is a series that's going to work for anybody other than people who have read all the other series, which I think there are a lot of people who have, so it's probably going to be really successful. It's just, this is not something you want to jump into if you want to learn a little bit more about Terry Moore's series, because you will be lost. Yeah, I think the only thing of his that I've read from beginning to end was the Motor Girl one, and I would love to see more of that going on, but yeah, I've never really read much of Strangers in Paradise. Oh man, I think... God, that was one of the reasons why I was so worried when he started up Strangers in Paradise again and then moved on to this. The way he ended the main Strangers in Paradise series, it was perfect. I mean, there were people that I, you know, I kind of wish some endings had been slightly different. But otherwise, I was just like, yes, this is how you end a long-running series. Oh. Well, speaking of ending a long-running series, what I finally finished up with this week, I finished up The Wicked and the Divine. I knew that wouldn't take you very long after you read 11 issues in one evening. Oh, my God. Also, there is a book, there's a collection, and it's kind of the one-shot issues that he did. Mm -hmm. And you've read, I think, at least one of those And they are kind of important to the story. And so what I did was I waited until I only had like three more issues left. Mm -hmm. And then I read the book that had all the one shots. And I'm glad I did. I think you might have been able to understand everything that was going on without reading that, but... One, it gives you a little bit more of the background. And two, they have a Christmas special, which is all the sex. I mean, it's just like, (laughs) not kidding around. It is all the sex. And two, they have one called The Funnies, where they got people to do like these tiny little vignette stories and everything and just be goofy with it. And it's really, (laughs) it's awfully good. But then I read the ending and you know what? There is one element of the final issue, not the whole thing, but there is one element of the final issue... That will remind you of the final issue of Lost Light, and I'm not going to tell you what that element is. But um, Mm. I thought, yeah, it's like the second to last issue really does kind of wrap everything up, and then the final issue is a really good epilogue. I think that really wraps it up for good. Um, All right, I'm not going to be able to resist reading that for too much longer. So I've got to finish up all my Transformers, and then settle down with that one because i talked to somebody at the comic book store and asked him if he had heard anything about saga starting up and he said no they haven't even gotten any promo material for the next issue yeah but the one thing that they have said which i hadn't realized last week they actually there's articles that say that the issue that just came out that is the exact halfway point of the series they have an end point in mind so we are exactly 54 issues in we are halfway through the series i'm like oh boy (laughs) oh boy like so many more opportunities to get our hearts ripped out oh boy oh in comic book adjacent news stephanie hans was in kyoto we were talking about how she likes to travel a lot she did something to her leg and she's been in the hospital for two weeks Holy and uh, there's not a lot of English speakers there um, she had one, I think a co-worker was there to translate a little bit for the most part though, I mean she's talking with doctors and everything using Google Translate so she said everybody was wonderful everything was great but it was definitely weird I don't know, I've been looking through I cannot find out what happened I don't know if this was an accident an injury, God forbid it was something just medical that happened happened um but yeah i think she's doing better but yeah if there were any projects she was going to be working on i'm thinking that's probably going to be pushed back just a little bit i would think so she needs to rest Mm -hmm. up and get better yeah that's gonna wrap us up for the week so make sure to check out pixeladygeek.com for all the book reviews the movie reviews the comic book reviews the photo galleries we got through all of stephanie's photos from the patches and pins expo i don't really have anything personally coming up i mean it's when is the north carolina comic-con coming up um that is november Uh, because i uh uh last year i did something on instagram called dragon fall where i did a different dragon drawing for every single day in november and those pictures in my instagram feed are all mixed in with the pictures from north carolina comic-con so i may Mm. do both of those things again this year i was just going to ask i think if you do it this year i think i'll participate too i you know they've got um what is it um the one that goes on in October. What's that one called? Oh. Inktober. That's what it is. Inktober. Yeah, that says... I've never done that one, but I've always wanted to do... I don't don't have any problem with doing that one. It's just the idea of doing one that's all dragons really appeals to me. So I may have to do that one. And I'm going to be looking around to see if I can find another fall-themed 30 days one so we can do some new drawings. Very nice. Yes. So I've got... A press pass request for you and Nathan for the North Carolina Comic-Con. I also have a press pass request in for Natasha, who's going to LA Comic-Con. So convention season never really ends when you get right down to it. No, of course not. I'm sure there's probably like tons of Christmas-themed conventions we could go to if we felt like doing that. Except Nathan's really against that kind of thing, isn't he? He doesn't really feel like giving Christmas... Much of his time, I don't think. Right. Well, that's I'll I'll be politic about that and say no. He would he would not be okay with that. I don't think. My friend Elizabeth Sorel, when we were heading to Designer Con, which comes up in November, so that's another convention we're going to. When we were heading to Designer Con, we passed some signs or whatever for Christmas, and she's like, "Ah, oh, Christmas needs to stay in its own lane. Like, <laughs> it yes. really does. They really put does. out the Christmas stuff way too early, which is yep. bad because in the Raleigh Crabtree Valley mall they have trick-or-treating for kids in the mall where the kids can go from store to store they Mm -hmm. have to trick-or-treat amongst the Christmas decorations, because the Christmas oh, decorations Lord. come up in mid-October, and that should be illegal. Oh, that's just ridiculous. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah, especially if you've got like last-minute Halloween stuff to go pick up for your costume and everything. You can't find it in CVS, because they've already taken all the Halloween stuff down and replaced it with the Christmas stuff. Oh, what's even yeah. more annoying. I tried shopping for Christmas lights in December at uh, Lowe's Hardware, and they were already gone. Because by the time December comes around, you're supposed to be finished with uh, getting up all of your decorations. Probably was supposed to have put it up in September. Oh, please, Lord. (laughs) The Binary System podcast stance on that is a really hard line. No Christmas stuff until after Thanksgiving. That's the rule, and we're going to stick to it. Yes, exactly. It's perfectly fine if you want to keep the Christmas decorations up until, oh, I don't know, January 6th, maybe. But Mm. they should not go up before Thanksgiving. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Um, Yeah, for uh, all that and more, PixladyGeek.com. So (laughs) now that the rant is over, I have no idea what we're going to talk about next week because we're all caught up on Night Vale. Maybe we can buckle down and finish watching something like Stranger Things or Carnival Row or I don't know, Twin Peaks maybe. Something like that. We could talk about that next week. Maybe How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. (laughs) One day. We're just kind of spacing it out. (laughs) All right. So one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later.